0: We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today we'll be continuing as we dive in deeper to Acts chapter number 10, and we're at a very pivotal point in church history, of course in the book of Acts as well, and we'll see what happens here in these exciting scriptures uh, in just a moment. I want to say thank you for making Striving for Revival a part of your day and a part of your spiritual life, and I'm praying that God will use the thoughts, the truths, the texts that we study to be a blessing and a, building block, if you will, as all of us strive and get closer to the Lord. You know, we're all works in progress. Nobody has arrived, and I like sometimes the GPS, you know, on your phone. You use the Google Maps or whatever it is. When you get to your location, uh, your destination, rather, it'll say, you have arrived. (laughs) Well, if you're living, breathing air, you're not arriving yet. You've not gotten to where you ought to be. All of us are growing, and thank God for that uh, fact and privilege, and that we can grow, and we ought to have a desire to. The Bible talks about it as uh, as a baby we ought to desire the sincere milk of the world, word that we may grow thereby. And my prayer is all of us have that hunger to get closer to God uh, every single day. If you enjoy our broadcast, you'll like the podcast as well. The podcast helps if you miss us on the radio. You can listen to us whenever you get the time. The podcast is available wherever podcasts are found. It's free but you do need to subscribe. Just hit subscribe, and then you'll have instant access to hundreds and hundreds of, I mean, just hours and hours of Bible study content as we've gone verse by verse through much of the New Testament, and right now we're in the midst of Acts. So Acts chapter number 10. In Acts chapter number 10, we find Peter in Joppa, but Cornelius in Caesarea. These two men are about to collide In a wonderful way. Cornelius, of course, is a Gentile. He's a soldier, not just a soldier, but a centurion. He's a leader of men, but he's a Christian. He's been converted, if you will. I use the term loosely. He's a believer in God. He's a devout man. (coughs) He's one that feared God, the Bible said, and his house did. So he has a home that's spiritual. The Bible said he gave much alms to the people and he prayed. So he's a man of prayer. He's a man of sacrifice. He's a man who walks circumspectly. Cornelius is hungering for more God in his life. He wants to know God better, and God blesses him. As Cornelius is praying at three o'clock in the afternoon, he has a vision. In his vision, the angel of God speaks to him, and he says, I want you to go to Joppa. He said, send some men there and look up a man named Peter. He's lodging at Simon the Tanner's house. So Cornelius obeys, and I believe he obeyed in a hurry. I believe probably within the hour. He gets two servants, And then one of his soldiers, men that he could trust, men that served him, and sends them to Joppa. Now, I mentioned this in the last Bible study that the distance there from Caesarea to Joppa is almost 28 miles. And these men are going to find Peter just about noon the next day, so about 19 hours or so, probably. To travel. So about two miles an hour, they walk and they make the trek there to Joppa. Peter's in Joppa, lodging at Simon the Tanner's house. Now, I've mentioned this before, but I love the truth that it is an amazing thing that God has so worked in Peter's heart that he would make his home with Simon a Tanner. A Tanner was unclean and looked down upon by Orthodox Jews, staunch Jews, which Peter had been, and even after salvation, Peter had a hard time with Gentile people. Simon is in a business that was deemed unclean by the law, yet, Peter finds himself there. I made the application that sometimes God will put you and I, place us in some spot that maybe is uncomfortable. Maybe it's a place that we wouldn't choose for ourselves, and we would not have picked it had we had our choice. But God wants us in the uncomfortable place so that he can speak to us in an uncomparable way. God will give us a message, maybe a lesson in that spot that we would not have gotten in some other spot. So it's imperative Peter's there. So these men travel, and while they're traveling, Peter, noon the next day, goes on top of the house that was not uncommon in those days the roof of a house was like another room to the house and they would store things there and relax there and cool down up there so peter goes to the top of the house being very hungry because it's time to eat and as peter's there the bible said he falls into a trance and sees a vision now the vision is this he saw heaven open And a certain vessel descending unto him, as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth, wherein were all manner of forfeited beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, rise, Peter, kill and eat. So as Peter's on top of this house, he hears the waves crashing, feels the wind blowing, all the sights and sounds that come with being on the side of the sea he falls into a trance, sees a sheet descending from heaven. In that sheet are all manner of four-footed bees. So what are we talking about here? Peter, as this Christian who'd been a Jew, had never eaten pork chops. He'd never eaten lobsters. He's never eaten crabs. He's never eaten oysters, never had catfish, (laughs) never had scallops. He's never had bacon come on brother i mean he's he's missed out he's he's just missed out man he's never fried up you know any kind of uh, uh, a fat back or anything like that he's eaten according to the law and now he sees this sheet descending from heaven and it's got all that and more in it and the a voice from the other world says peter rise kill And eat. Now, I don't want to hurt the friends of all of our tree-hugging PETA family out there, and I'm sure we have a large contingency of those kind of people who listen to striving for revival. I'll pause for effect. But anyway, you can see here that animals are food. I like the bumper sticker. It says, Bambi makes cute sandwiches. Hallelujah. But anyway, he said, Peter, get up there, kill and eat these things. Now, watch Peter's response, verse 14. But Peter said, not so, Lord. He says, God, no, Lord, this is against the law. Wait a minute, the law is telling you to do it. The Lord, who is the fulfiller of the law, the giver of the law, Jesus is saying, eat these things. And he's saying, wait a minute, no, not, not so, Lord. I've never eaten anything that is common or unclean. Talk about human nature coming through. The flesh at its finest, he is standing against the order, the command, the direction of God verse 15 and the voice spake unto him again the second time what god hath cleansed that call not thou common this was done thrice now listen you study peter's life and he's a three times kind of guy he denies the lord three times he's got three different names peter cephas simon right and this vision has to come to him three times he's hard-headed that's all there is to it he needs to hear it three times now listen This vision is not about food. This vision is about people. He says, what God hath cleansed. Now, that word cleansed ought to make you who are saved think of Calvary. The cleansing took place on the cross, right? And we know that. Jesus shed his blood for sinners. But not just Jewish sinners, but sinners, I'm talking about it encompasses anybody who's ever been born, anybody who's breathing air, red and yellow, black and white. The Lord says it three times. He said he shows it to him three times. He's trying to emphasize here, hey, listen, what i have taken care of cleansed don't go back behind me and say listen it's not cleansed it is now there's a good spot for you and i to say hallelujah because he's including us i'm glad jesus included me when the lord said whosoever he included me this is a mystery to these newly converted christian jews that Jew and Gentile alike are going to be baptized into one spiritual body, right? Jew and Gentile into the body of Christ by the baptism of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12. So Cornelius who has been hungering for God, is now going to hear the gospel message from Peter, who up to this point has largely just been preaching to Jews, but now God has spoken to him through this vision that the gospel is for anybody. Now, let me stop. We don't have enough time to go further. So let me stop and say, the same thing is true in our hour. The gospel is for anybody. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they've done. I don't care what they look like, what language they speak, the pigmentation of their, their, their skin. If they are breathing air, they can be born again. The gospel is for them. We'll continue this text, verse 17 and following next broadcast. Don't miss that. Until then, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.